Welcome to Low Tone Lights. My name is Adormal Mile, and I will be your server for tonight. We hope that you can take a break from the mind tornadoes outdoors with a fabulous evening. Before we start our meal, please feel free to grab a drink or pillow. All our dishes are expertise free, made with local opinions, and contain 100% personal insights. If you are allergic to any of our ingredients, we are sorry to inform you that our kitchen does not possess any alternative stock. Also, please consider tipping to our Totify campaign for the Unbound organization to help families across the globe escape from monetary and intellectual poverty for a gift of thanks from us at Low Tone Lights. That wraps up the preparations for our course. So let's begin. Our inspiration for tonight's course, All the Lines, starts with our hors d'oeuvre, Seeing Straight Scones. Let's say we stretched out the perspective dough so that even the tiniest thing we can imagine has a form that can either contain a line or be surrounded by a line. So first, imagine a speck of dust, the most minuscule speck of dust you can imagine. Now, instead of seeing a dot, imagine a tiny line wrapping around itself into the shape of that dust. Now instead, Imagine millions of lines wrapping around each other, combining on top of each other to create anything you can think of. An animal, a building, a person, anything. Despite having access to all of these lines in the universe, something about the lines that we prefer to see right now must mean something. They exist, intersect, and combine in certain ways that we somehow value as beautiful, and potentially trite by the end of the week. Now this week, our course needs to experiment with the idea of how contradicting designs of lines can coexist as beautiful despite being there at the same time. A quick teaser of our thought process can be seen with our appetizer, Pollock Puree. Now let me refer to you to a painting, Jackson Pollock's Flowers of Beautiful Color. You may not know the name, but you may know what it looks like. If you need time, a quick Google search is most definitely permitted during our appetizer. If you have seen it, imagine it, the collection of lines that are present on the white canvas. Now the reactions to those lines vary by person to person. Some people have valued it for millions of dollars. Other people have said, I could draw this. I could easily do this. Who would pay for this? Now, Instead of debating its artistic value, let's solely focus on the lines. On one hand, the work of art is a kerfuffle of lines, going in all sorts of directions and colors. However, the work does not contain the typical lines we expect from a painting which usually outlines a figure. If we look back at some of the more famous paintings in history, they're about landscapes, about people, about certain things, not in a sense nothing. Despite having all of those lines, they might not mean anything, but either one accepts the lines as they are, or they can mentally transform those lines to fit into a traditional sense of an outline to a figure, so they can quote-unquote see a new figure from the work. Something that may be intended, maybe something that the viewer can see, or just maybe something that the lines create by themselves. Now, if that's the case, 
Can we not say that these lines are creating contradictory designs at the same time? Since multiple people will see multiple different things when they look at the same painting. Now, what if there are multiple things, two separate entities with differing lines that are also both considered beautiful at the same time? We continue down the mind map with our salad, driving linen salad. Now, moving away from the Pollock painting, which is one work with lines that could be interpreted differently, we're now going to deal with two separate entities, each with differing philosophies behind their lines and the aesthetics of those lines. In the year 2022, automobiles are losing more of their lines for a minimalist design, while fashion is gaining more in the form of colors, exterior elements, and explicit lines. While these two areas or products don't always differ in their approach every year, it is highly likely to find two products of any kind that contradict each other with the philosophies behind their respective lines. Is there going to be a lot, a little, a moderate amount? For some reason, every year you could easily find two things with differing levels of lines. However, going back to our original example of cars and fashion, we wouldn't say a car is not beautiful simply because it lacks lines. We also wouldn't say fashion isn't beautiful just because it is gaining more and more lines. These things evolve and change all the time. However, somehow, in some way, we are almost inconsistent with our judgment of the beauty behind those lines. Now perhaps you may ask, aren't these lines beautiful anyway because they were made with artistic purpose? So perhaps the number of lines may not matter, but it's the type of line that matters. Well then let's take that a step further. Instead of lines that we humans have artificially created, how about what a lot of people consider the most beautiful, naturally generated lines? At last, we arrive at our main course, oak grilled shrimp. With a touch of luck sprinkled on top, some days people say the phrase, what a beautiful day. Yet what made that day so beautiful to look at? Because of urbanization throughout the globe due to growing populations and improved technology, we could say that we're adding more lines. It could be buildings, it could be roads, it could be what's on those buildings and roads. However, during that process, we're reducing or altering the pre-existing lines of land, sea, and air. Does this combination allow us to see beauty only from a certain point of view, like the Jackson Pollock painting? Or are the natural and artificial lines meant to be evaluated separately, just like we had to do with cars and fashion? If we do that, doesn't such aesthetic cherry picking ignore the issue of losing natural lines? We make decisions about the world constantly, especially assigning values to certain things over others. Yet something that we consider beautiful, like the natural world, receives less attention than its actual beauty might suggest. Let's say beauty is supposed to generate emotion, passion, and action. But how many times has a Save the Environment advertisement been a greater point of public interest than a new shoe brand, a new viral video, or a new work of art? Maintaining the lines of our natural world requires a global effort due to their scale. Is the attention and consequently value we are giving to those lines adequate? What makes us put value into those lines? 
and is the value we are ascribing to said lines the right value that those lines deserve? I hope everything was to your liking. May I interest you in some dessert? Tonight, we are offering 100 strand trifle. Whether together or splattered all over the planetary canvas, lines create beauty in mysterious ways. Yet just as mysterious, we decide to consider some of those lines aesthetically pleasing while others are not. And somehow, that gives them their beauty and their value. Psychological studies of visual recognition and the philosophy of aesthetics might bring more insight to the questions served throughout tonight's course. In addition, sociological studies of the impact of global efforts initiated through public support compared to world leadership may evoke a new taste, especially when considering our main course and dealing with the value of worldwide natural lines. Now, seeing a beautiful line means nothing until the viewer perceives the line as beautiful. So perhaps one thing to consider is that creating a beautiful line may not be more important than communicating the beauty of that line. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have anything to inform management about your experience, please refer to our Twitter, Reddit, or Facebook. Once again, if you wish to support Low Tone Lights, a tip to our Tiltify campaign is always appreciated. All contributions go to the Unbound organization, supporting families and children across the world for better living conditions and educational opportunities. As an establishment passionate about cooking with new ideas, we wish to contribute to more people having the chance to share their dishes to make a more interesting world. All details about the cause and our gifts in gratitude of your generosity are in our Tiltify campaign, so feel free to take a look at how you can provide the ingredients for an amazing meal to those who need it most. Thank you so much for visiting us today, and we hope you'll be with us when our lights turn back on. Thank you.